welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, sasrikal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, and buna. I'm so happy to be with you again, and I'm extra happy, well, for many reasons, but one of them is that we have an amazing guest with us today, Dion Williams. Welcome, Dion. Hey, hi, Samia. Thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here. Yes, me too. And by the way, um, Dion is a success and emotional mastery coach. And today we are going to be delving into the topic of fear and transforming fear into something really amazing. And I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. But before we jump into talking about fear, Dion, will you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Okay, so, um, right, so my background, my background is in business banking. I've um, basically come up from the finance industry. I've been helping entrepreneurs to start, grow, and scale their businesses since 2008. So I've had a lot of experience working with um, what we would call small business owners. So in the banking industry, that would be any business under a million pounds in turnover. And so I've seen a lot of businesses come and go, be amazingly, exceptionally successful, and many not so. And so I've, I've, I've been, I suppose, um, had the pleasure of being able to have a really close view of what is it that makes somebody successful and what are the things that cause people to either coast, coast along, or effectively fail in business? What are those attributes? What are those characteristics that some people seem to naturally have? and some struggle to build as they go along their entrepreneurial journey. So it's made for very interesting um, kind of experience on my part now that I'm coaching individuals in my business because I'm able to use that experience to help people to see where they are, you know, yeah. sabotaging themselves, which is often what we do. We, we don't even realize it. That is so true. That is so true. And what you're doing is so cool. And, you know, I, I just was so excited to bring you on this show because I know one of the things that you're so amazing at helping people realize about, you know, their own experience and struggle and helping them with is this whole like fear thing that comes in our way absolutely so you and i were talking about you know it's, it's foundational this 
piece of our entrepreneurial journey is the most important piece to ensure we have nailed because if we haven't nailed this foundational piece which is the emotional piece people think it's the mindset piece which it is partly but if we don't know or understand what what triggers us what makes us tick what stops us what causes us to doubt and and go into deflation Mm. at times if we Mm. don't get that that goal, that 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 beautiful, juicy goal that we're going for, it remains a pipe dream because we are unable to get past our own mechanisms yes. that we unfortunately have in place that we don't realize is preventing us from actually achieving this goal that we, we consciously so want. We consciously so want it. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool that you actually drew this distinction between mindset and emotional mastery because so often, I must admit, even in my own thinking, I will tend to sort of act like they're the same thing. Because, I mean, they are connected for sure, for sure. They're so connected, but there are definitely times when we need to have that clarity of no they are different and what is really the issue is it the mindset aspect or is it the emotional aspect because sometimes it is that our our way of thinking is having a causal impact on on our emotional uh, experience but sometimes you know there's something triggering the emotional experience and um, you know influencing even the mindset um, or and, and to the extent that you know our conscious mind like you were saying maybe in a different space where it's trying to achieve a certain goal and consciously thinking in a in a different way but the emotions that have been triggered man they're so much more powerful that you're like for sure absolutely and that is the point so many people embark on work to change their mindset Mm -hmm. a lot of people are attempting to change their um, way of being and stop at their thought process right as we know, our conscious mind is, is simply only a tiny, tiny, tiny part of, of the whole. Yes. So we, in our perception, can trick ourselves, we literally trick ourselves into thinking, we're doing all this work on our mindset. Because we're, we're conscious of certain belief systems. We know we have certain things that we need to address. And so we will get to work on those things. Mm. And, it, and we can feel like we're making progress and in some cases we are making yeah. some progress but as we know the fact remains that 90 percent of our consciousness is underneath the radar yeah <laughs> we don't even know what we believe truly we don't know what those beliefs are because they're outside of consciousness we don't we're not aware that we believe this stuff that's where the treasure is that's where the true gold is that is where the real transformation happens when we are able to 
get to the truth, which is in our body. We feel this stuff. We might not remember what, why we feel it. We might not remember the story or the incident that caused it because it's not conscious, but we feel that. Yeah. We feel it. <laughs> yes. You are so right. You're so right. And you just made me think about how one of my teachers said that, you know, we think about, we use this language of conscious mind and unconscious mind and a big truth about how or what our unconscious mind is, is that our entire body actually functions like uh, our unconscious mind or is a part or an aspect of our unconscious mind. So everything that the body holds, like it has its own memory. And we know this, like we have muscle memory, but we have other kinds of memories that are stored into our body as well, you know, that can manifest as you know, oh, I feel this like chronic pain in some part of my body or a tension that I'm holding some part of my body or, you know, things like that. And that's all related to that unconscious aspect of, of our minds. 100%. Or we could find ourselves in an incident where we react mm. extremely strongly we get an intense feeling but we but logically there's no real reason for us to feel that way <laughs> but for some reason something has been triggered inside of us and we you know we can feel terrified or yes angry for no obvious reason because something in us has it could be a smell, it could be a sound, it could be something on TV that just brought up something within that we don't recognize, but it triggers a really emotional response. So yes. this happens in our businesses too. Yes. Oh. I mean, if it's gonna come up, it's gonna come up in your business. If you have emotional stuff that hasn't been dealt with, it will come up in your business, 100%. Yes. And can you give like some examples of how it shows up in our business? Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode. Hope you're getting value out of it. For your information, this episode has been sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Are you a change maker, coach, trainer, or healer? Are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire? Using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers, the Happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease interested? Book a free Happiness 101 exploration call with me, your happiness expert, Samia Vano. Just use my online calendar link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Okay, a really common one is when 
we go, we want something. So we have a goal, we want to achieve something. However, so I'll, I'll, I'll do it in stages. So the mindset piece will be, okay, I really want this thing over there, but my, my mind will start talking about all the reasons why it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the ways it might go wrong. Yeah. And of course, that negative thinking is going to trigger negative feelings or what we call, what people consider as negative feelings. I don't consider anything as negative. When we understand our emotions, we stop you know, um, labeling them as negative. Mm. They're actually really, really useful for us. Yes. They are powerful. But most people will say this is negative because we've been raised and conditioned to believe that our feelings are bad. Yeah. So we feel this, we feel this emotion and then we we believe something bad is going to happen, something's going to go wrong. And so we talk ourselves out of the thing that we said that we wanted to go for. Yes. This also happens a lot when it comes to sales, because sales is something that a lot of people can't stay hate. You know, we're business owners, but we don't want to sell. And of course, a business cannot survive <laughs> without sales. So you have this conflict. Okay, I really want to help people, but I, I don't really want to sell. Or I feel like a bad person because I'm asking for money. Or money is evil and makes me greedy so there's so much conflict yeah. that is going yeah. on and we haven't even done anything <laughs> just in our brain all of our conditioning and belief systems around money around what it means to ask for money what it means to be obligated to somebody else all of these belief systems start to come up and they will de- derail you. They will keep you from being successful because of the story that what what you believe it means about you yeah. to even yeah. sell your services. So many people have, you know, a lot of conflict around this, and mm-hmm. often can just end up not selling anything or doing everything for free because they feel bad as a person because you know their belief systems are telling them that you know you shouldn't be doing this. Right, right. And I know for me, like when I had that attitude also, uh, that plagued me for quite some time, uh, where, you know, I had a very negative, actually, it was more of a love-hate relationship with money, where I loved money and wanted money in some ways and in some contexts but at the same time I definitely also bought into the mindset of money is evil and it's like about greed and you know it's like about power and power corrupts and you know like that whole thing and one of the things that I realized for me is that underlying a lot of that thinking were fears like fears of rejection so like if I ask somebody for money and I get rejected oh that'll make me feel bad so I had a fear of rejection but then also I had these fears of like not like I have this huge huge value of living life with humbleness and so I was afraid of becoming arrogant (laughs) Um, you know, and, you know, sort of becoming uh, bad, uh, like um, cultivating bad pride 
um, if I if I made too much money and became too successful and you know things like that so yeah so it's like on the surface I was giving all these justifications of how money is bad or you know people with money are bad but really underlying that at a deeper level were these other fears that were all mine and had nothing to do with money or with anyone else with money yeah fear of abandonment fear of rejection fear of failure fear of success fear of change fear of what other people may think mm. fear, you know there's there's all of this stuff yes. that most people when they start a business no one says anything about all of this yes you know so so most people will go to the ex business expert and say i want to achieve this big dream i want to make all this money and the and the person will say yes come on join my program i'll help you but that person is unable to help them with the stuff yes so they can give them all the processes and the steps and the funnels and the templates and the this and the that but what they cannot do is help them to deal with themselves yes yes that's true and that's why that other stuff doesn't work even though it's really good in itself it doesn't work because we are not able to really own it and apply it implementation is where i read somewhere that um statistically i think it's something close to 80 percent of courses aren't even completed yeah people purchase courses and don't even do most of them because they start yeah because again we don't realize realize this because we're not conscious of it none of us are purposefully going around trying to sabotage ourselves but we do all of the time that's right so what do we do about it how do we stop stop sabotaging ourselves how do we learn to relate and understand our feels especially in a more positive way in a more empowering way there's, there's there's a few ways because again it depends on the individual it depends on what these feelings and fears actually are for somebody who's been through some some trauma of some kind i would probably help them in a slightly different way from somebody who has maybe felt less so less 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 so in terms of that those intensity and um fear of feeling but the truth is all fear is a fear of feeling mm. it's not a fear of failure it's a fear of feeling something oh my god yeah? all yes. fear is a fear of feeling and yes. i think that's what's so so key for people to get it's not the actual situation or circumstance you don't want it's the feeling you don't want yeah. it's the humiliation the embarrassment the 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 judgment you yeah. know it's it's that stuff that we don't want to feel not the circumstance but we don't we don't we don't this doesn't register in our minds it doesn't yeah. register so but we so we will do everything we can to avoid those feelings and the thing is it's the things that the things that we need to action are the things we are trying to avoid. Because right. <laughs> we think if we do that thing, then I'm going to put myself, op- I'm opening myself to be judged. I'm opening myself to fail. I'm opening myself to 
be uh, rejected or whatever it is. We're not saying this consciously, but there's a part of us that is deeply afraid of these feelings. Yes. So what do we do? We have to stop being, we have to get comfortable with feelings. Like feelings is where it's at. When we start to, when we're happy with every single feeling, when we're no longer afraid of our own feelings, we've mastered the game. Yes. Yes. Mastered the game. Yes. So it's helping people to be comfortable with every single feeling that they feel, which again, it's something that there's a lot of untruths that we've been carrying around with us since childhood. There's reasons why we have so much fear around our feelings, starting from when we're children and people tell us to be quiet, <laughs> don't cry, don't get angry. Don't do this. Don't do that. We, we learn to 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 like kind of like disconnect from certain feelings because they're not acceptable. We learn that to feel certain feelings is unacceptable. Yeah. Some of us get punished for this. Some yeah. of us get real bad punishment for this. Some of us have had things happen to us, and, and in our child mind, we've made it mean something very bad. And now we're adults. We're still carrying around that same meaning. We're grown up, but yet we still have the same meaning as we did when we were two, five, ten, whatever age these things occurred. So what I'm about is helping adults turn this story that they have, because everybody has a meaning for the feeling. So have a feeling in our head. We've said, oh, oh, oh this means something bad is going to happen. Or this yeah. means they're talking about me. This means people don't like me or whatever it is that we say to ourselves. We all have our own story about what these feelings mean. And we spoke, um, the last time we spoke, I, I gave that analogy of, and I suppose I'm putting it out there to, putting this out there to the listeners. Think about the times when you have been to an amusement park and you've you, you've gone to the, the scary ride because we all love the roller coaster or the whatever it is the, the one that goes around and around we go we, we, we pay money good money to go on these rides to experience scary feelings we know we're gonna have the scary feelings but we we, we love it we love those scary feelings we would be disappointed if we didn't feel that yet transport ourselves into our own homes and we're sitting at our laptop or we have, we're talking to somebody or we're having a debate with somebody, if we experience that exact same feeling, oh my gosh, we're terrified. We don't want to feel it. Yes. And it's the exact same feeling. Why? Because in this situation, it's, it's fun. In the other situation, it's terrifying. Yes. <laughs> Meanings definition change feeling is the same the meaning has changed and so it's helping people to see how our meanings and our definitions are creating our experience and because we're having it in a totally now it's terrifying my actions are going to change my behavior is going to change yeah and so there is so much juice in this because we feelings don't mean anything at all. We decide. Yeah. We decide what they mean. Mm -hmm. We assume that we share meaning, but we don't share meanings. We all have our own meaning for why we feel the way we feel. Yeah. 
I, I love the topic because people shy away from feelings and a lot of, I suppose, um, mainstream and conventional um, 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 conversations about feelings feed this trauma let's try not to let's try and medicate this away or let's meditate this away or let's do anything to not feel this stuff <laughs> let's try and get rid of it which is so sad because our feelings are ours they are ours they are a gift they are not to be thrown away when we understand them we make them friends yes and that's for me that's the ideal point is they're my friends like yes as intense and as terrifying as some of them may feel they are all my friends they are for me that's right that's right i am so with you on that i think the the idea of making friends with our fear or friends with any other feeling that you may not like to feel i think that is sort of it reminds me of the saying i think it was abraham lincoln who said the best way to defeat an enemy is to make him your friend and so wow. if you are afraid if you have this mindset of you know the feeling of fear is my enemy or a feeling of sadness is my enemy or whatever other feeling you you don't like to feel if you think of it as a bad thing and therefore you're judging it as this you know adversary in your life the best absolute best way that you can actually uh defeat it as it were was is by making it your friend making it your friend and, yeah. and just being yeah. aware of it because while you were talking i just thought about the probably about five people fifth person i've spoken to this week who has a fear of saying no they uh-huh. don't like saying no to people because they don't want to be seen as a bad person now if being seen as a bad person makes you feel so bad and feel so terrible that feeling owns you that, you you are owned by that so you, your power is no longer in you you've given your power away to a story of what it means to say no yeah. so if you can't be okay with whatever that feeling is that occurs you're always going to be at the mercy of other people taking advantage of you oh yes mhm oh my gosh that is such an excellent point that you made this was actually i think one of the the most important lessons i will say i've ever learned in my entire life and i'm so grateful for having learned it because especially for those people who have struggled with relationships where you know people on the other side have been manipulative and controlling and abusive i mean this is this is one of the key tools that people will use really? to manipulate you and yeah. keep you stuck in 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 those kinds of toxic relationships is that they play, they play on your fear of of how you know it makes you look so it's like if you have a fear of of 
being a bad person because and you think saying no to someone makes you a bad person that person will play on that you know and use that fear to manipulate you they'll be like hey how can you say no to me you know like, so so mean of you to do that or you know that is uh, um, how can you be so thoughtless uh, or uh you know be so selfish uh to to say no to me or not do this or not do that and so to prove that you are not selfish or thoughtless or mean or this or that you do that thing even though there's like a part of you inside that's screaming to warn you and be like no please stop away stop don't do this but just to prove you know and to avoid that feeling of to avoid uh, yes. the feeling to yeah. avoid the feeling yeah because and, and, and what i want to make a, a really key point here is that your feelings you know people a lot of people listen to and um appreciate yeah. the different versions of the law of attraction yeah. so people assume that if i act like a nice person and i do all the right things and i take care of people and i'm nice to people and i'm doing all the nice things that i'm i'm being positive and i'm on a high vibration but the fact and the truth is if inside you feel hate for yourself and you feel shame and you feel guilt and you feel like a bad person that is your point of view. And it doesn't matter how nice you are. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much you smile. It doesn't matter how much you help people. The point of attraction is the truth, and the truth is how you feel inside, and that is what you're attracting. So, of course, those who have that fear of feeling bad will attract those people that will manipulate them. It's just the law. It's the law. You will attract somebody who is on the opposite pole yeah and it's actually in a very interesting way like if you take a spiritual perspective the fact that you're attracting these people into your life who keep challenging this this challenging you in this way where you are internally challenged yeah it's actually the universe's way of trying to help you uh, to learn to yeah. deal yeah. yes absolutely exactly because once you learn to deal with this challenge you truly understand the root cause of why you're having this problem this fear and so forth then you know it's like wow the next time something like that comes up you just deal with it and it's gone a hundred percent once you deal with it it's done because you you are you've detached your, your emotional attachment to yeah. this feeling has been broken yes so yes it feels very 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 uncomfortable but once you've done it once you have broken the attachment but it's because people are so afraid of their feelings they 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 don't dare to break the attachment because they have a story yeah. about what it means about them and they think it means they're a bad person if they do this because in childhood the story started and in childhood that's yeah. what they made it mean yeah know? so people 
are encouraged to, okay, what can I do to make these people like me? What can I do? What can I wear? How can I behave? What can I, what can I put out there? You know, but all this stuff to externally try and change situations when the truth is that it's, it's, it's a deeper issue. We have to change yeah. what's on going on in, in the side what's going on in, in here this is the this is the root cause yeah. of every other problem yeah. so they say you will learn the same lesson over and over and over and over again until you get the lesson and that is the lesson when you are when you continually are challenged in a certain situation by a certain type of person it you're so right the universe is giving you an opportunity to choose differently yeah we have to remember, we are grown-ups now. We are not children anymore. We do not have to operate at the level of child anymore. Anymore. We are safe to be and do and be assertive as grown-ups. Really important that we address this stuff because it frees us to make real adult grown-up choices without the burden of feeling scared all the time <laughs> uh, oh my gosh what will happen to me what will people think about me you won't have that anymore because you've freed yourself from the feeling because let's be honest nobody shares this stuff they keep it to themselves it's all in their own mind they're not telling anybody this is what's going on yeah like, yeah and it's interesting like even if you do tell somebody that this is going on in your mind i mean i i think you have to be also sort of a little bit aware of who you are telling and where they are at in in stage uh, of growth and evolution you know because if that person struggles with the same problem that you have well they're not going to be able to do a whole lot to help you get out of it and god forbid if you are talking to somebody who has even less skill and less awareness than you do then my gosh they're 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 likely to pull you even further down down and make things even worse for you um and so sometimes we have to i guess choose very carefully who we share very very because i i I see a lot of people coming to experts yeah you know some professionals will give you drugs for this kind of (laughs) you know some professionals will tell you that you are depressed yeah some professionals will tell you that you, you know you can only help someone at the level you can help yourself exactly yeah yeah so if you're getting advice from someone who is struggling with their own feelings and doesn't know how to deal with their own feelings yes i'm not really sure what they can help you with (laughs) exactly i'm not sure but we can all try and be um we can only try where we are but for me feelings are the key emotions are the key Mm. if we can master our emotions we are no longer a slave to our sabotaging patterns and childhood patterns and past painful experiences because we're no longer led 
by the triggers that they cause within us. Yes, yes. I think I agree with you. I think I agree with you because even when I think about, you know, like in positive psychology research and even in general psychology now, it's very, very uh, strongly established that there is this like causal chain that exists um, between our beliefs, thoughts, feelings, and actions. And it actually goes in that order uh, and it can go in both ways. So it's like- mm, It goes both beliefs, ways, yeah. Yeah, beliefs lead to your thoughts, thoughts lead to your feelings, and your feelings are the most direct cause of your actions. And, and then when the tra- chain is traveling the other way, which it totally can, the actions you take have the most direct impact or a causal impact on how you're feeling, which then impacts the way you're thinking, which then impacts what you believe. And, you know, so for sure, when it comes to um, creating change at the level of our actions, because that's where most people really want to focus they want to change their actions because i think people realize that when you change your actions you change your results but the the thing that really really most strongly impacts your actions is actually your feelings so emotionally so emotional mastery is in fact then the key is the most direct key to creating the change that you want in your actions and therefore the results that emerge in your life. Mm. Absolutely. Because let's be honest, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, whoever, they could come and give you the 10 steps to making millions of pounds right now. And most of us wouldn't do it. Not because we're not capable, but because half of the steps on the list are going to cause extreme discomfort. (laughs) We won't realize it. We will give ourselves reasons and excuses why we can't do that because we're very good at giving ourselves reasons and excuses why we can't do things. But that is is the bottom line. Most of us won't take the action because we'll start scratching our head and thinking about all the things that we need to do instead. I'm going to have to call all these people. Oh my gosh. It's not about the action. The action is, we we know the action. Right. We just don't want to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, we are are very funny, but we can overcome this when we no longer are afraid to feel. And that's the beauty of it. Only people that don't feel anything are no longer with us. We have to start getting comfortable with our own feelings. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. Not going anywhere. Yeah. All right. So I think on that note, we need to wrap up for today. But thank you so, so much for joining us, Dion, and sharing all of your amazing wisdom. I am just so appreciative of everything that you have shared and um, to you who is listening or watching this interview 
Thank you for joining us. And please make sure that you check out the show notes for this episode because we are going to be adding Dion's links there. I'll add my links there. Please reach out for help and support if you find that our perspective and our way of looking and thinking about this issue, especially in the context we have primarily been talking about how to uh, connect with our emotions, understand our emotions, um, our our fears. Uh, If this is an approach that resonates with you, please reach out and get the help and support that you need. And uh, yeah, basically with that, um, until we connect next time, I wish you lots and lots of peace and joy.